0: Hello and welcome to the Healthy Menu Podcast. I'm Curran and I'm your host. In this episode, we were joined by Chef Luciano Scipano, head chef of Nova Ristorante and founder of Culinarium, an event and kitchen space based in Toronto. He spoke with Sonia Cuto, founder of Menusano, an online nutrition analysis and recipe costing software. Born in Canada and raised in Italy, Luciano Scipano has always been food's number one fan. Instead of spending his childhood biking around his neighbourhood and playing with his friends, he chose to master the art of cooking. Since childhood, he has been learning about the intricacies of flavors and the nutritional value of food. Luciano and Sonia spoke about Culinarium, taking care of his guests' health with the food that he makes, and the benefits and features of Menusano, and much more. This conversation was taken from an Instagram Live recorded in August 2020. Sonia.
1: Been... Hi. How, how are, are you? you? you adjust <laughs> I'm the camera?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, how are you?
2: Uh, i'm good i i uh, first of all thank you so much for uh invite and uh, having me today. I'm very excited all the time uh to talk about menusano and, and talk to you yeah I know.
1: it's been a long time since we actually spoke it's been a a while
2: it's been a while but it seems that I never you know it seems that yesterday because
1: of... <laughs> that's true that's true.
2: Thank yeah, God. so let me
1: let me just do like a quick introduction for the people joining us, so they sort of have an idea of what what we're doing here. <laughs> so uh, welcome to the Menusano Live. It's been a little while since we've had a live one, and um, that's because we were trying to uh, bring a, a professional chef uh, online to sort of talk about you know, all the things that are happening during COVID-19. And I am so excited to have Chef Luciano on board with us today. Um, I've known him for a couple of years. We've worked together in the past um, when we started launching uh, Menusano. And uh, he is one of the only chefs I know that not only is passionate about food, but also very passionate about nutrition, and he has a genuine care for the type of foods that he cooks and what he provides to his, not, not customers, not clients, but your guests is what yes. is your thing exactly. right yeah <laughs> see i remembered <laughs> um so we're gonna have a very candid conversation obviously this is live and um i don't have a list of questions for you because i figured we just go back and forth and just you know see where it goes and roll with it and just you know have a very candid conversation about um, food nutrition sort of you know i want to start out by sort of knowing I I follow you on social media, so I know you've been like doing a million different things, you know, while everyone has sort of like been stopped a little bit, you've like been launching all of these new companies and doing all this stuff, so uh, welcome. Why don't you give us like a little introduction about yourself and uh, tell me what you've been up to. Well,
2: uh, welcome at Culinarium. This is my, my last job, my last project. Uh, Culinarium uh, is the last uh, baby that I'm launching, uh, this month is actually the, this week is the first week we run an event. Uh, and you know what, uh, first, uh, Culinarium is a kitchen studio. It's an event space. It's uh, located on a Western Eglinton. We, we are in the middle of North York and downtown, and it's uh, just nearby the, the, the Eglinton uh, new subway station, and we want to... To fill a little bit the gap the, you know that everybody has to go downtown for a class or woodbridge vaughn for another class, so we want to kind of be in the middle and start the sparkle uh, it, it doesn't have to be an Italian uh, culinary studio you know I'm Italian I'm proud Italian, but oh, yes chef. you are <laughs> I do and, and as a chef, I have to care about food, not about the Italian food so. This is how I really love Menuzano and we get along on this because food is universal. It belongs to the old type of cultures, community, and it has the power to bind people together. And mm-hmm. that's a chef. I'm a personal chef here in Toronto. I travel a lot. In 10 days, I did 1,100 kilometers this, this week. Wow. And this is, this is what made me happy. I delivered experience. And that mm-hmm. is the power of food that allows people to get together No matter what, COVID or not COVID, people, they must eat. And Mm -hmm. that is very important. For me, it's a mission. It's it's an accomplishment of what is my, it's like a doctor has to heal the illness. As a chef, we have to nourish people. It's not just cooking for people or give them food. So I'm a personal chef who moved here in Toronto nine years ago. In the last six years, I'm working on my own as a consultant, as a private chef. And this last project, as uh, uh, you mentioned, uh, and you can see in, uh, at my back, Culinarium Studio called the Culinarium, uh, and the website is culinarium.io.
1: Awesome. So um, I know that like you, you know, food is a a huge passion for you. And I remember in uh, one of our past conversations, you you mentioned something that I found very interesting. And I was wondering if you could sort of elaborate on it a little bit more. And that was you and I sat down, and you were telling me, you know. There are times of season when uh, particular foods are available and so you sort of create your menus based on, you know, in the summer uh, people eat more salads, in the winter people eat a little bit more, 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 um, you know, soups and things like that and sort of you try exactly. to serve your food according to the seasons. Can you tell us a little bit more about that process that you go through?
2: That is a very important question, and thank you, Sonia, for that, because mm. I, my education comes from Europe. I, I got my diploma in culinary arts in Italy uh, outside of my bachelor and master's degree. The education system is completely different. Right. I, we have a great college. Uh, I, I, le- I really love the, the great job that our college do doing in culinary arts, but they are missing a few things. We are educated on doing a a seasonal menu. We are educated on nutrition. So as a chef, before granting my diploma, I have five years of science, chemicals, food, and science of nutrition. So I have to understand what food I'm cooking and what Mother Nature also gives me. Thank you, Mother Nature, to give me so much food available during 12 months. We don't eat tomatoes every day. And in North America, because we are in a very fast-paced country, we don't have time to think about the season. We just eat the food that we like. And we ended up to get sick. And that is another point that I want to say. Our body is not meant to get sick. Our body is meant to heal. when you get a wound, you get a cut to your finger, heals himself. Why? Because our body is meant to heal himself, not to get sick. And that is the same with food. You are the food that you eat. If you eat good food, you get healthy. And our grandparents, they told us, eat seasonal, eat organic. Which, what is organic? We used to have organic. It's normal to have organic food. There is no difference between an organic and a pesticide right? Monsanto vegetable or produce. So for me, seasonal, it has a lot of sense. People here in North America, with a lot of respect, they only think about what is Thanksgiving and fall season and then the rest of 11 months. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's, uh, That's why for me, it's very important to introduce in every menu, in every uh, uh, is a restaurant menu, is a private dinner menu, trying to go according to the season, the mother nature, what locally is available. Because I'm also president of Slow Foods Toronto, and I represent a lot of producers and farmers. They do an amazing job. Mm-hmm. They bring to us, whatever is kilometer, zero. So it's just next door. And when you buy a food that is local, you spend a dollar just nearby you. You don't spend a dollar that goes to the United States or to the big corporation. This is another thing that I really want to stress and invite everyone to buy locally, to buy Canadian and to buy from your next door farmer. Mm-hmm. Go to the farmer's market. I see sometimes farmer's markets are empty and these farmers are struggling to get clients did an amazing job on cheese, on fruits, vegetables, eggs. It is very important for me. Okay, that, that's why I really thank Menuzano for the great job that you're doing in developing, you know, this, uh, this software, this program that is amazing. All chefs, they should have one in their kitchen.
1: So uh, just a follow-up question to that. So, you know, you, you were taught culinary arts in, in Europe. Um, then you come over to, to North America, and you now have this challenge where ingredients that are provided to you are, are different than the ones in, in Europe. Um, how do you change and adapt to the way culinary arts is done in North America or in Canada versus the way you used to, to cook in Europe? Have you had to make changes to your cooking style or have you tried to adapt the same style in Europe with some of the ingredients here.
2: Exactly. Well, I had two big issues when I, I moved here in Canada. The first issue was measurement, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because we measure in grams, and yeah. all, my grand might just say, "Okay, put some, some of this, some of that." So we don't have a really a recipe, and here we need to have a recipe. So that's right. the first issue. But the second was we don't have. So it's like people want to eat rapini all year long and I'm not used to that. So I had to learn where I can source now all this product. And many of these products, especially now, they come frozen, right? Think about par-baked bread. We don't have a par-baked bread in Europe. You go to your next door bakery and you order and buy bread every day. Bread is fresh is made with a lievito madre with the, with the mothered sourdough right and it's different the concept here no because we are so busy we don't have time to go and shop around so even the chef is losing a little bit you know the the meaning of being a chef because I imagine a chef because every morning as I do every day or every weekend when I can go shop around go on the farmers market say hello Hi, John, what do you have today? Hi, Maria, how are you? What did you cook this week? Oh, did you bring my bread? So you call them by names and we missing this. And I believe there's gonna be a big change now with the COVID-19 because we are going back now and that somehow we are probably going to be a little bit more considerate. We're gonna have a little bit more appreciation and slow down even on what type of food and menu that we need. Even though people, they order a lot of takeout, still they need to eat. The mm-hmm. thing is, the big corporation, they try trying to break down your cost. So what they want to do is a big corporation say, listen, buy bread from me because it costs you 15 cents. And of course, they don't have the sensitivity about the little bakery, right? And say, oh, that bakery does a bread every day. No, because everyone wants to save money. It's, a, it's a, a circle, and we need to kind of to reverse that circle. So for me, it has been very hard to adapt. And the, sec- the third problem was my food has not good feet in North America. <laughs> because I think about extra virgin olive oil. We eat extra virgin olive oil raw. We can get even a spoon. We can get extra virgin olive oil. We're so mm-hmm. used to that. But for American, and say, I say no, America with a lot of a pardons to everybody, as a North American people, not as American because we are Canadian and I'm proud Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch Canada, right? But I say America as a, as a, as a North American okay, uh, citizens. We are so used to have a margarine and butter that olive oil is too strong for us. Oh, okay. So we, we, we are going to adapt our cuisines. And many chefs, they have problems that they cannot cook straight Italian food. I do. That's why my clientele loves me so much because I bring the authenticity. I don't compromise on, on the quality, on the ingredients and food. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing. So a lot of the recipes, it, it, it has been adapted and they lose their identity. And food and language are two main elements of your culture. It's very important to speak your language and to eat your food.
1: Wow. That's very insightful. I mean, I knew you were passionate about food, but this takes it to a whole <laughs> new level. So um, one of the things I, I, I remember um, we had discussed and I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, you're you're just obviously just awesome chef, but you have all these things that you really care about when it comes to nutrition, which is very odd for, for a chef. I, it's not something that I encounter every day. Um, so Tell me a little bit about like, why do you feel responsible for people's health versus a lot of other chefs who just cook based on cooking sexy looking dishes, delicious dishes, but you actually care about like what you're putting in people's bodies based on the conversations we've had in the past. Why do you care so much? Uh,
2: For two reasons. First of all is we grew up with with a, that you have to eat good foods to raise strong and healthy. So, manja. Right. That is the main thing. You, you must eat. <laughs> <laughs> because food it gives you energy, it gives you the vitamins that you need. And I believe so. Believe it or not, I don't take any supplement. Okay? And my doctor okay. says, I have no idea what you do, but your, your blood test is perfect all the time. The only vitamin that I get is a vitamin D because we don't have enough sun. Here in Canada. And that's it. So you eat good food, you get good energy, good vitamins. That is the, the trick. You don't need to spend extra money for supplements and make corporation richer and richer and richer. So I believe that when you cook food, people, they don't just have to, let, let me use that word, to fill up a sack, a bag. Okay, mm. It's not a need, a biological need. Is an experience. You eat with your palate, you eat with your, your eyes. So food has a need, it must have the ability to talk to you and tell you something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be romantic, but-
0: I, <laughs> You are, you're being a little romantic. I,
2: well, I always make good food, you know, pretty in, in the mouth, but in, in the in, inside, right? But I really care a lot when I do a menu I have to make sure they get the good amount of protein, fibers, starch, and if they start having said, okay, I'm going to have pasta, and then I build a man and okay, you want a steak and potato. I'm sorry. I want cooked potato because you already have pasta. So then you double your carbohydrate, and and that is extra calories. But people don't think about that. So that's why when people eat my food, say, oh, Giano, I feel so light. I feel so... I'm not feeling heavy. The food was amazing. I was able to finish everything. Of course, because it's balanced. And this comes from my education, from my passion. And you know, and that's why, again, I want to go back to Menuzano. Menuzano has uh, the tools for chefs to balance their menu. Mm -hmm. For for entrepreneurs, they, they, they want to control the cost of the ingredients, and the, the nutrients they're gonna give, they give to the customers. Because sometimes when we invent a recipe, Sonia, uh, we don't think about the nutrition. We just think about how the recipe tastes, how the results of this, this recipe. So mm. you start cooking, you add a little bit of here, then you fail, you, okay, let's redo it. And then you take here, you take in there, so until you don't get the, the flavor, the taste that you want. Then what do you do? And I always do this example put all these ingredients on menu sano and check it out how the percentage of salt, fat, um, uh, proteins, uh, sugar, and you see this, oh my God, I have a 63% sodium. Well, it tastes good, but there is a lot of salt. So you probably with menu sano, you can understand that you have to reduce your saltiness. And what I do, i add some herb like rosemary or sage whatever herbs is available they can cover the saltiness
1: mm-hmm. the extra
2: saltiness so that's why i really uh, happy to use menuzano in in my in my job and uh, and to know about menuzano the great job that you do and all chefs again they should sign up for menuzano and use this platform
1: so i mean you bring up a, a really good point so you know you don't actually learn nutrition when you're in culinary school. And that's something that you sort of took it upon yourself to, to learn and and go through. What do you think is wrong with our education system for, for the people that are preparing the food that I go out and and eat? And what are the changes that you think should happen in the future?
2: Well, first of all, I believe they should not focus uh, so much on a food cost because that's where the college, they stress so much with chefs. They just bomb them about food costs, and then they are not ready to go in the kitchen and work. They right. don't understand about products. And I, I probably am going to get a lot of enemies today, but I, I, I'm straightforward. I, I represent the Italian Chef Association of Canada. I'm the director of the association. For, I'm taking care about my association. <laughs> but they, they, they don't really train Uh, our our students. I see young chefs and I'm a big supporter of young chefs. I contribute even monetary with with their association with the Federation of Italian uh, of the Canadian Young Chefs but they don't get enough training. So they should get, first of all, nutrition as part of the curriculum because they need to understand what food they cook, what is a, a real protein and what is not because we're talking today about vegan food but vegan food is the worst food you may eat because mm-hmm. it's just processed, okay? It's the worst processed food. You know, people said, oh, I'm eating textured protein. It's coming from soy. Well, to get that end product, there is a long process. It's better for you to eat just beans, as my grandmother. Eat lentils, eat chickpeas. So, you know, young chefs, they don't have that type of education. And this is very bad. Even for pro- professor, they work in this college. They should be a little bit more sensitive and talk about nutrition, magician, nutritionists, and, and good food. And uh, it's not, again no stressing on the food cost or or uh, or or just like uh, how you sanitize or you buy your knives. You need to buy, to buy a nice bag of knives. We don't care about this in Italy. You just need one butcher knife and one big knife to chop in the third, right? right? We never buy a 1,000 euro knife. As long as a knife is good, you spend $100 for a knife. I still have a knife that I pay $100 okay? in seven years that it works like brand new. So, <laughs> you know, slow down, chefs, you know, go back to the kitchen, go back to the basic. That is very important stop with this cooking show watching top chef canada please go back in our kitchens we need chefs that cook for people that is the main thing so uh i'm just a little walnut in a big basket noise (laughs) well i mean (laughs) i I, I love that. that
1: I love that because I mean we live in a world where disease is at its highest. It's it's at the highest it's ever been. Diabetes is a, is a global epidemic. Cancers on the rise, blood pressure, heart disease, and you know, and and everyone's saying you are what you eat, but you know, as a consumer, you, I trust that when I go to a restaurant, which I go very often because I'm a busy person, I trust that the people that are cooking for me are sort of taking those things into account. But I think the problem in society is that, you know, the consumer has that trust factor with the restaurant and and the staff but really what's happening is the complete opposite they're just making food not taking into account sodium sugar carbohydrates and all of those things and we're just eating and eating and eating and our bodies are you know effect of all of the stuff that's happening right so at what point do we say you know enough is enough we need to, you are responsible for us as as your exactly. clients as your guests right
2: exactly so we need to have a ju- judgment and it it's very important right i know that a lot of uh, uh interior here are struggling to pay the expenses at the end of the month but why you have to cook Why you don't cook pasta fagioli, so beans and pasta? It's a simple food. We have eaten that food for decades, and it was good. It's like even, you know, we can't really talk for hours. (laughs) Trattoria, if you go in Italy, you find a trattoria. Trattoria is a very small restaurant, probably 10, 15 seats, run by a grandma or an old lady. That She comes out with a neighbor and says, you know what? I cooked this today for you. If you want, that is on the menu. You sit, you eat the best food ever. It's not expensive. You probably with 10 euros. You have the best lunch ever in your life. And then you come here in Toronto and you found a trattoria. I can name it. I want, But you found a trattoria that a plate of pasta costs $20. Excuse me. I, I don't accept that. It's, it's something that is way over my expectation and as a chef I feel upset and as a consumer I'm angry because everybody is struggling out there for food and we charge $20 for a plate of pasta
1: right
2: and we get the excuses of the food costs we get excuses about all the things that oh well the rent Sorry, landlords, you are bad because you charge a lot of money. You said, oh, you want to open downtown? You have to pay fifty thousand dollar per month. And then these people, what do they do? They bankrupt. Why we don't work together? We put a little bit more lawyer, everything, and we enjoy. It. So it's a, and then when you say it about and uh, uh, two two points I want to do there. So you talk about we are what are we. I always say that right. Read the labels because when you buy this protein bar, I just get that because I get so upset with this protein bar. So people, they go work out, they get this protein bar, right? So they say it on outside, say six gram protein. Good. What about the rest? Right. Oh, you read a very small, says 40 grams sugar. Come on, you're getting 40 grams sugar. It's not even keto. They said, oh yeah, I'm eating a keto. What? Guys. You know, it's ridiculous. There is no control on labeling. Right. So people are, every day, are treated. Every day they buy stuff. They're poisoning their body. There is an amount, a huge amount of sugar intake, a sugar added in all processed food. That's why I say, people call me, I say, um, chef or Luciano, what can I eat tonight? Stay home. Eat at home. Cook mm-hmm. something at home. It's good for your pocket. <laughs> it's good for your health. It is a social practice. Distrust yourself. Right. You can cook right. with your wife, with your friends. You have fun. You socialize. You can share the experience. Or call Luciano, he's a private chef, but <laughs> for <from> you. <laughs> but you understand what you mean, what I mean. There is yeah. a very very big disinformation. And our kids in our school, I've been in the school system for a while. I've seen these kids eat garbage, junk food. They eat garbage. Yeah. And they are our kids. Come on, make a toast. Put some butter, olive oil. Slice some ham, some, something that can real food. Though yeah. You don't have time. You make up your time
1: right that's right. when
2: people say oh i don't have a time well you had time to go to the station, to the massage to uh to do all your things but you didn't find time to cook our mothers right sonia they cook Facts. for us
1: oh yeah every day
2: every day <laughs> right how come we don't have a time
1: yeah society so has didn't... changed dramatically right and we're exactly. just used to it
2: yes so this is, this is something that I really, I'm very passionate, and every every time that I have the opportunity to talk to people, I always give give this recommendation. I, yeah. That's it. That's the. It's a very. You know, I've been also food ambassador for Jamie Oliver, so. I was sugar. just
1: to bring that up. I was just gonna say, oh, okay. you know, I love that. Like you're you're talking about this and you're passionate but you don't just talk about things so you you are an ambassador with Jamie Oliver Food Revolution movement can you tell us a little bit about that
2: well when i started doing this i didn't know who james oliver was so we were probably two james oliver in two different <laughs> parts of the world <laughs> so when i came here in canada i wasn't i wasn't browsing on the internet and i found this james oliver program and uh, say so you know what i want to send an email I Say hi buddy i do the same thing that you do and i want to help you here in toronto so jamie oliver loved the the the, the energy and the, the vibe that i have and i put in that so i joined his program as an ambassador i represent york region and part of toronto and but unfortunately now the program as ambassador is gone jamie oliver has closed his uh, uh, his association, but I will, I will always be an ambassador for good food and good habits because I really want everybody to eat good, to stay good, and it's very important, okay? So when you mentioned that the cancer thing, uh, I really stress on that. You must eat good food, guys. That is something that if you haven't done so far, go and do it now. You always need to have vegetables and fruit every day in your diet. It's not just Mm -hmm. a matter of pasta, pizza, and potato. And chicken, right? It's it's something that there is so much food out there that you may eat and enjoy and taste good. Don't eat always the same food. It's so boring. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Um, I'm just you know we've we've been into this conversation and I feel like we could talk about this for hours. so we should probably do another live together, but we before can. yeah, we, we will. But before we wrap up, I just wanted you to um, talk a little bit more about, um, you know, I know that like you're super passionate about food and I just wanted to get your opinion sort of on how you feel about the legislation where when you go to a restaurant, you can see calories on the menu. What, what is your take on that? I mean, like I know you're so passionate about so many different things. I'm really interested to know sort of what you what your take is on that.
2: Uh, I believe that, that is a good to have information.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
2: need, I believe that we need to educate our consumer. I, I think that we need to inform our client about what food we eat and what it comes with the food. So having the calories on the menu, I believe, is a great information if, if delivered in the, in the right way. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we don't say, okay, you get 300 calories. Good. But these calories, where they come from? They come from carbs, proteins, or fibers. So we need also to add the the other side of the information. So Mm -hmm. we don't just deliver a marketing product. But I believe the more people are educated, the better. Because they will know what food to choose, to order, to eat. It's like our kids, right? We, we need to train everyone to to that.
1: And do you think that with, with the information now being provided, do you think it's changing the consumer uh, mentality? And do you think that they are getting a little bit more educated about, you know, calories and, and, and
2: food? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. What happened is that probably people, they will think twice. Because, you know, okay. there is always this... This uh, this conception of, oh, how many, how many calories do you take every day? yes okay, 2,000 calories. So people, they start reading the calories, and they probably, they become hesitant on ordering some food. Right. Uh, but what I recommend to shops, and that's why Menosano helped us on this, is reduce the portion. If you think that calories shows uh, is 700 calories, instead to give eight ounces pasta, give six ounces pasta so the six ounces pasta is going to drop the calories and of course it's going to drop the food cost and yeah. you keep the same price so we need to work together in that
1: yeah absolutely um so i'm i, I totally want to do another live with you i mean we can talk about so many different things and i love having you on i just don't want the instagram live to, to cut us because that's happened to me before <laughs> yeah. um So thank you so much for for coming on Luciano. It's always so nice to see you. You have uh, an overwhelming amount of information and depth it's it's so great to to talk to you and learn so much and i love the fact that you're bringing this completely different uh, point of view you know of a, a chef's point of view usually you know the people that are sort of caring about these type of things are you know the the restaurant owners and you know the nutritionists, the dietitians but it's so refreshing to see you know a chef that's passionate about food, um, not just nutrition, but you're passionate about food. You're, you're passionate about um, providing things uh, for people that is not just gonna be delicious, but it's also gonna be good for them. And I think that's amazing. And you're you're doing an amazing job and I can't wait to, to have you on again and we'll continue our conversation. Thank you so much for those of you who don't know anything about Luciano, please check out his website. It's Luciano, uh, I'm, I think I'm butchering your name, but chipano.com and we will put his link uh, on our websites. For those of you who don't know, he has an amazing program where he will come to your home if you're having a party or guests and he will cook right in your kitchen. He'll bring all the ingredients. He does an amazing presentation. I saw that big one that you did the other day with the with the big plate in the middle of the living room, and I'm like, whoa, so much food. And um, I saw, you know, of course, I always look at the ingredients that you have, and you know, you just have this amazing service. And now you have this uh, education program that you're doing, and you know, like, my hat goes off to you and everything that you're doing. It's so amazing, and it was so great to have you on. Thank you for coming.
2: Thank you so much, Sonia, for having me and uh, everyone here that has any question, they can, you know, connect the privately DM and yes. I'd be very happy to answer all your questions.
1: Awesome. So I'll be in touch with you. We'll do this again and uh, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Same to you. Bye bye.
1: Okay. Bye.
0: So that was the episode. If you enjoyed that and you want to know more about what we discussed, we've left some links around the talking points in the description of this podcast. And you can also find more information on the Menusano blog, which you can also find in the description of this podcast. Don't forget, you can find us across a number of platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Again, the links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts.